Right now on Truth Today, Bible Prophecy Alert, we're discussing the Islamic world aligning against Israel in fulfillment of Ezekiel 38 and 39 prophecy. We're also gonna be discussing the attack on Christians and churches tripling in 2023. Trans-terrorism and also uh, the global one world religion rising. That and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, good morning or good afternoon, depending on the time zone you're in. Uh, welcome to Truth Today. This is Pastor Sharam Haiti, and we're so glad you can be with us uh, today on our program. Uh, Truth Today is part of the Truth and Love Ministry, and we are focused on being truth tellers in all things, especially as it relates to the Word of God. It is our, uh, the Word of God is our foundation, our, our, our solid rock. Uh, before we get into our show, just as always, encourage you visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. If you're not on our website platform watching this today, or if you're on uh, our website, uh, visit our Rumble platform, rumble.com slash Hadian, rumble.com slash Hadian, and uh, please subscribe. This is in, uh, critically important so that you can get updates on our programming. When we uh, put these up online, uh, it sends you an email uh, letting you know that we have new content. Uh, one more thing, I uh, just want to remind you of our podcast. We are now podcasting uh, our shows, so visit one of these sites, uh, Amazon, Samsung, um, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and just search Truth Today with Sharam Hadian. Uh, we are uh, seeing an increase of our downloads uh, which is good news, so that we want to continue to get the word out. All right, let's get into our program again. I want to welcome you. Uh, I hope you have your coffee, tea, water, whatever you have with you uh, this, the, today or this morning for all of you who are on uh, West Coast or Central Time. Uh, we're going to be talking today about a, a Bible prophecy alert. Uh, folks, it's remarkable uh, to, to see uh, the Word of God being fulfilled. The Bible is our foundation. It is remarkable to see prophecy being fulfilled. These things are happening uh, lightning fast because we're in the last days. And being in the last days, we must be paying attention to what is happening uh, because, it number one, it proves that the Word of God is accurate. It proves that this book is truly divine, inspired by the Holy Spirit, it is the revelation of God to the earth, the revelation of who He is, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the revelation of Christ, the revelation of our Messiah, Lord and Savior, the name that is above every other name, Jesus Christ. And as we just celebrated the resurrection, I pray that you had a blessed weekend celebrating the resurrection of our risen King. He has risen indeed. Uh, we're going to be talking about a prophecy alert and specifically how the Bible has prophesied that there will be a unified Islamic world that will come against Israel, specifically. Uh, if you have your Bible, turn to Ezekiel chapter 38. We've been there before, but we're going to go there again. And I want to just look at the beginning few verses of this. We're in Ezekiel chapter 38, verse uh, 1. Now the word of the Lord came to the prophet Ezekiel. Now again, remember... They're, they're in captivity, right? So, so Ezekiel is getting this vision while they're in captivity, and it is foretelling of the future of the return of Israel. 
uh, this is dual fulfillment. So one, this is fulfilling in Ezekiel 36 and 37, uh, particularly 37 with the dry bones. It is number one, partially being fulfilled in the coming out of captivity. But the, the ultimate fulfillment of Ezekiel 37 is in Israel coming back to its land and becoming a nation. Well, that, that, that did not happen uh, after the 70-year captivity. That did not happen during the time of the Messiah. That has only happened in our lifetime, in the last 100 years, in the date, which, of course, I believe the recognition of, of Israel being in the land is when they had control of Jerusalem. So I believe the date is 1967, not 1948. That's my personal conviction. But uh, whatever date you look at, this is uh, a precedent. This is unbelievable prophecy being fulfilled in regards to Israel be back, being back into its land. And you're going to see that here in just a minute in this prophecy. All right. So now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of, and then it lists these nations, Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him, and say, remember the prophecy is against, thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks in your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses, and horsemen, all spent, splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Now, please again remember, people ask me, well, how can this prophecy be for today? Look at the description of the weaponry. Horses? Swords? You have to understand that Ezekiel is being given a vision that he can understand, that he can conceptualize in his day and time. If God gave Ezekiel a vision of, you know, an F-22 Raptor or stealth bombers or the weapons that we have today, he wouldn't have had the concept to understand what it was talking about. Then it lists, verse 5, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them. All of them, Libya, of course, some translations say uh, put, uh, Ethiopia, some translations say Cush, are all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer, and all its troops, the house of Tagorma, from the far north and all its troops, many people are with you. Now, I've covered this before, but I'll cover it very quickly. These nations, number one, except for Rosh, which I believe to be Russia, are all Islamic. Persia, Ethiopia, Libya. The four mentions, Meshach, Tubal, Gomer, and Tagorma, are all references to modern-day Turkey and potentially north of the sea that could include um, China when you look at Magog. The Gog and Magog, I've covered this before, if you go to the table of nations after the flood, Magog, which today is Central Asia, it's um, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, uh, Azerbaijan, Turkmenistan, all those Stan nations, including Afghanistan and Pakistan, that region, which was Central Asia, are all now Islamically controlled. Those are all Islamic nations. So these nations are now coming together with Rosh, being Russia, from the north, from the far north, and coming together to align. Now watch this, verse 7. 
So prepare yourselves and be ready, you and all your companies that are gathered about you, and be a guard for them. Many, after many days you'll be visited. In the latter years, you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel. That's talking about the Jewish people that were scattered, the diaspora. They were brought out of the nation and now all of them dwell safely. You will ascend coming like a storm, covering the land like a cloud, you and all your troops and many peoples with you. Now look at verse 10. Thus says the Lord God, on that day it shall come to pass that thoughts will arise in your mind and you will make an evil plan. You will say, I will go up against a land of unwalled villages. I will go to a peaceful people who dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. That has not quite yet happened in Israel, but Israel relatively is living in security and, and safety. And then look at verse 13. Now you see that there's other nations that are going to be aligning with them, not necessarily a part of the troops, but they're aligning. Because look at this, the description of verse 13. Sheba, Dedan, the merchants of Tarshish, and all their young lions will say to you, have you come to take plunder? Have you gathered your army to take booty and carry away silver and gold, to take away livestock and goods to take great plunder? Now, so they're not a part of this coalition, but they're supporting it, they're watching it, they're not, they're not um, coming against it, they're together. Now, um, you know where Ethiopia is, you know where Persia is, modern-day Iran, you know where um, Libya is, okay, again, these are all Islamic nations, uh, Ethiopia, Kush is Ethiopia slash Sudan, you know, again, where Turkey is, another Islamic nation, where is Sheba and Dedan? Sheba and Dedan is Arabia. Tarshish is the, to the west of Arabia. So you're talking about uh, the nations like Saudi, United Arab Emirates, uh, Qatar, du uh, um, Kuwait, Oman. Th these are areas, uh, I'm sorry, not Oman. Uh, these are areas uh, that, are, that would be the area of Sheba and Dedan which is in the desert, it's Arabia. So they're a part, they're, so they're not actively lending troops, but they're a part. Now, why do I bring that up? Because we know that there has been conflict now for a number of years between, for example, Iran and the Saudis, uh, between the Shiites and the Sunnis. And I've always said that once the time comes, they will come together, they will join forces, they will align themselves once again against the common enemy, which is Israel, and ultimately, to some extent, the United States, because the United States is going to diminish in power and control and influence. Because the United States is spiritually like Babylon, spiritually depraved, and spiritually turning on Israel, as we see today. Now, the reason for this is because, look at this first headline, that we're going to cover here. This is from the Western, the Washington Standard. Uh, dry, let's go to this. Peace is breaking out in the Middle East and Washington is not happy. Now, this is written by Ron Paul. And so Ron Paul is a libertarian. He, of course, is not in any way, shape, or form for 
uh, any kind of war or conflict. Um, and, and by the way, I support the idea of, of, of us not interfering in wars around the world. So he's talking about that while the world is distracted by Russia and Ukraine, and you see the United States perpetually fighting a proxy war, let, let's not, we talked about this on the show on Thursday with Leo Homan. We are in war. We are fighting a proxy war with Russia. And now there's another article I just read this morning that there's very likely United States special forces in Ukraine, at least training the Zelensky Nazi regime. That is, by the way, remember what Leo covered? Persecuting Christians. It's Zelensky that is persecuting the Orthodox Christians in Ukraine, not Putin. So this is talking about now that all of a sudden we see China brokers a deal, right? We covered this between the Saudis and Iran. Now, um, Riyadh, that's Saudi Arabia, invites Syria back into the Arab League. Uh, Al-Ashar Assad may attend the Arab League summit that's coming up here very, very soon. Syria had been out and suspended from the Arab League for the last 12 years. But all of a sudden now, it is rejoining. Then, at the same time, the at least 10-year war in Yemen that the Iranians were supporting and funding is now coming to an end. So Saudi is expected to announce an end to its U.S.-backed war. The U.S. wanted the Saudis to fight that war in Yemen against the Iranians because they wanted the Saudis to be their proxy, supposedly. Troops from the United Arab Emirates are now leaving Yemen and a Saudi delegation is arriving to negotiate a peace deal. All of this is happening not because peace is going to break out in the Middle East according to what Rand Paul says, or Ron Paul. I disagree with the, with, with the, uh, with the um, pre- premise of this article. What's happening is, is the Islamic nations are coalescing. The Islamic nations, the Sunnis in Saudi and Turkey, the Shia in Iran and Lebanon and Syria, they're all coming together, I believe, as Bible prophecy has told us, again, Ezekiel 38, Persia, Cush, um, um, Libya, uh, Sudan, Turkey, all those regions in there, they're all coming together with who? Sheba and Dedan and Tarshish. They're all going to be a part of, uh, again, some observing, some actively fighting, but they're, 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 they're on the same page as this battle begins to rage against Israel. Now, look at this next headline. Let's go to the Jerusalem Post, Jariah. Muslim world must unite. Go ahead and bring that up against Israel, Erdogan says to Iran's Raisi. Now, Raisi is the current president of Iran. So, in response to a, an incident that happened at the Al-Aqsa Mosque over Resurrection Weekend, the, the, and specifically the Passover in, in Israel, which I'll talk about just in a minute, they discussed on the phone that, the, that they need to have reasonable thinking and join forces 
Meanwhile, the Israeli foreign minister, Eli Cohen, is telling his Turkish counterpart that the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, will respond to any attempt to terrorize civilians in Israel. Because, again, this incident that happened during Ramadan in Israel, which was, you'll see, they were, Muslims were attacking, were preparing to attack Jews who were in observance of the Passover. And so they, uh, let's go to this picture here, Dariah. You have that picture of Putin right here. Look at this, folks. This is exactly as though this is an amazing picture. As the Bible, keep that up for a minute, please, Dariah. Russian President Putin, Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi, Turkish President uh, Tayyip Erdogan posed for a picture before the meeting of leaders from the three states. Um, this is July of last year, the year. So they are, go ahead if you can come back to me, they are holding hands, joining forces, just as the Bible has predicted. Russia, Persia, Iran, and Turkey. They're mentioned, they're joining forces. The Turks, which again are Sunni, the Iranians, which are Shia, they're coming together, they're joining forces, they're saying now is the time, and I believe this is absolutely in fulfillment of preparing for Bible prophecy. Then, at the same time, folks, you have another coalition that's happening, again, you have to understand Islam will be united in its common cause. Number one, a global cause to establish an Islamic global caliphate, which that's why they're working with the globalists, the World Economic Forum, the World Government Summit, the United Nations. Uh, this is why we have our brand new presentation. Let's bring this up for the one world religion that is now recorded and will be coming out, Lord willing, sometime in May. We're in post-edit as we speak. And this is what I bring up in the one world religion is that Islam is at the center of this one world religion that's rising, along with compromised Christianity, compromised um, uh, Judaism. And they are working with the globalist order. But you have to also understand at the same time, even though that's their front face, their end goal is to take back Israel, to wipe Israel into the sea. So let's go to this next article from Jihad Watch. Iran, Syria, Hamas, and Hezbollah talk further resistance against Israel. So this is something that uh, we have been warning about for a long time. The motto of the so-called Palestinian resistance, which, folks, is nothing except Arabs. Remember, there is no Palestinian people. There is no Palestine. This is a deception. Palestinians are Arabs. And the Iranians that are Persian, the Iranian regime has been working with Hamas, which is the Sunni branch of Islam, representing Gaza and the West Bank. They have been supporting the Islamic Jihad. They, of course, Iran's proxy in Lebanon is Hezbollah. 
the Islamic Jihad is another front for Iran. They're all working together to increase the resistance. And recently, uh, let's go to this picture, the head of Hezbollah and the head of Hamas, the other picture, do you have that other one, Drya, of these two guys meeting? Um, uh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So uh, Jerusalem Post commented on, on April 9th, just recently, that Hezbollah Hamas heads meet. So this is uh, Nasrallah, the head of Hezbollah, and the head of, um, where is it here? Haniye deputy Saleh Aruri was also president of the meeting. And so this is again the uh, Hezbollah chief, Hassan Nasrallah. And they're discussing in this meeting resistance against Israel. Resistance against Israel. And I believe that th things are once again ramping up. He, uh, here's the picture. So on the, depending on which way you're looking, the one with the turban, that's the head of Hezbollah. The other one is the head of Hamas. And now they're meeting together. They're working together. You see the so-called Palestinian flags behind them. And they are conspiring to further join along with these other nations. And then finally, one more article, Jerusalem Post. Iran kickstarts multi-front Middle East war against Israel. The Islamic Republic's proxies and allies appear to have become a multi-front approach. A week of attacks on Israel, including rockets fired from Lebanon, that's Hezbollah, Gaza, that is Hamas, and Syria, with the Islamic Jihad representing the manifestation of an Iranian strategy to confront Israel with multiple threats on different fronts. Their slogan, just so you understand, the slogan that they chant is from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Now, if you're not familiar with the kafiyah, the scarves that they wear, which usually has the imagery, the, 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 the Hamas imagery, is on one side to the other. It says, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That means from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. Now you're going, well, wait a second. Doesn't Israel occupy that land? Yes. That's why there's no such thing as a two-state solution. For the Islamic world, there's only a one-state solution, and that is to wipe Israel off the map, to, to annihilate them, throw them into the sea, and take over that land claiming that it belongs to Islam. Now, in the last days, we suspect that obviously the coming of the Antichrist with uh, alignment to Daniel chapter 9 is that there will be a covenant affirmed, a uh, gabar, a strong, great covenant will be affirmed with the many, with the nations, leading to the peace that then will be ushered in by the Antichrist. So there are still events that must happen, particularly with what happened in um, the Temple Mount. I think we actually have one more article, Drya. Do you have this one? Jordan claims the holiest site in Islam. Yeah, let's bring that up real quick. 
So Jordan is claiming that the holiest site in Judaism must be free of Jews. What? The Temple Mount, which the Muslims call Haram al-Sharif, Haram means permissible, is the holiest site in, for, for Jews, obviously, the place where uh, they suspected both the first and second temples were, were there and were destroyed. The first one in 586 BC, the second one in the Roman occupation in 70 AD. What happened is that there was supposedly, quote unquote, a storming by IDF on the Al-Aqsa Mosque. If you look at the Dome of the Rock on the Temple Mount, to the west is the Al-Aqsa Mosque, that gray, black, domed mosque. But... According to Israeli police, it was nothing of a sort. There were Muslims who had barricaded themselves inside the mosque. They, they were going to spend the night, emerge with rocks, bottles, and fireworks to hurl them at the Jewish visitors to the Temple Mount because of Passover and to the Western Wall. Because as you know, the uh, Temple Mount is above the Western Wall. Here's the Western Wall where the Jews gather. This is a prime spot to be able to throw things down and attack the Jews or those Jews who pilgrimage to the Temple Mount. Now, they're not allowed supposedly to pray, but they're allowed to go up there with armed escorts from the Israeli police or Israeli force. And Jordan, of course, is still theoretically responsible for the religious events that happen upon the Temple Mount, but Israel controls the security. That's supposed to be their agreement. The Israeli police concluded that they had no choice but to forcibly enter the mosque because these people would not come out in order to seize the would-be perpetrators and prevent their planned attack on Israeli Jews the next morning. The rioters inside them threw rocks and bottles at the police who responded by using baton to subdue the rioters, then collaring and dragging them out of the Al-Aqsa. Now the Muslim world is up in arms. And this is another uh, provocation to be able to stir up the fervor. And you go, Sharam, this has been going on for decades. And they keep saying this. They keep saying there's going to be another intifada, which is a holy struggle. The difference is, folks, we don't have these nations aligning. And what's different now, as I shared with you, is the differences are being put aside. The differences that were separating Iran and Saudi, the differences that were separating Saudi and Syria, the differences that were separating Iran and Turkey and the Saudis and Turkey and so forth and so on. Because I've said to you before, the Muslim power is shifting from Saudi to Turkey. The Muslim Brotherhood, which is the premier Islamic organization in the world bent on establishing their caliphate and Sharia law throughout the world, Sharia, they, the power shifted to Turkey but they're now putting aside their differences. And what Ron Paul calls peace in the Middle East is really a realignment of Islam along with Magog. Don't forget the Central Asian nations that are all Islamic, aligned with Russia and China because I believe that, again, Magog, maybe I didn't say this earlier, I didn't finish my thought, that going to the table of nations where Magog was back then during the time of Ezekiel, is part of where uh, Western China is. So Western China could be a part of that Magog-Gog coalition. Russia, China, Iran, Turkey, with, with, with um, uh, Syria, 
and other Arab nations, again, the Saudis, the Kuwaitis, the UAE, these nations, putting their differences aside, the Yemenis, putting their differences aside for a common purpose, just as the Bible has foretold. Folks, buckle up, gear up, because brothers and sisters, our redemption draws near. We are so close, I believe, to the tribulation, the seven-year tribulation. As I've shared with you, the uh, Trilateral Commission has told the World Economic Forum, I covered this in our Patriot Network meeting last night, that 2023 is year one of the New World Order, of the Global Order. This is their year. The New World Order is now established, folks. This is why we have warned, and I've warned over and over again, that this is an incredible year and an incredible battle for us to push back against the beast system. We have the kingdom of God system versus the beast system. The two are in opposition. They are clashing. 2023 is pivotal. It will prove to be pivotal in whether we get a pushback or not. And this is why we did our brand new DVD, The Great Pushback. Um, it is actually on back order. So if you want to get your orders in, go to tillministry.com pushback. Get your order in. It's been so popular. We just realized that we just ran out. Um, I'm going to be traveling this weekend in Wisconsin. And um, we're going to be in Wisconsin uh, at the, at, in Wausau giving a conference on a solemn assembly, the great pushback against the great reset. And I'm excited to be there. So if you're in that area, uh, also I'll be on, in Milwaukee, in Brookfield, Sunday morning speaking at Mercy's, Mercy Seat Christian Church there. Uh, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, check out our events calendar. Uh, and I'll talk about more during the break. So speaking of the break, let's quickly just go to our break, Jariah. Uh, please visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Please subscribe to our email newsletter. We will be sending one out uh, this week uh, just to get updated information, updated information about our, our, our content, our DVD, our shows. Also, uh, please, again, check out our Rumble page as well, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. Uh, we're, we're building up our viewership. Remember, we were kicked off of YouTube. We were deplatformed for being truth tellers. So please subscribe. Um, as far as our events calendar, I will uh, be in Wisconsin, as I mentioned, this coming weekend, Friday to Sunday. Uh, we're going to be Friday, Saturday in Wausau, and then Sunday in Brookfield, Wisconsin. It'll be a short trip. Come back. Then in May, we have a long trip scheduled right now for Minnesota folks. Minnesota folks, we're coming back. Praise God, we're going to be possibly in six locations in Minnesota, at least five. Uh, Hutchinson area, St. Cloud area, Minneapolis area. We're going to be in uh, possibly in Princeton, in Bemidji, um, and we're looking at, at, at one other. So please check out again our events calendar. We'll have those up very shortly. Then in June... I will be back in North Idaho and Montana. We have three nights in Montana uh, and also in North Idaho. So please check out our content, our events calendar. And then finally, uh, we need your support. Uh, would you prayerfully consider 
a one-time donation to the ministry to keep us going, to pay for all the bills and expenses, and also the travel. Because as I've said many times, we travel. So, and we travel and do not charge for our travel. So visit tillministry.com donate for a one-time secure donation. Um, we're grateful. If you want to mail in a check, please mail it to Truth and Love. Just the word Truth and Love. P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. Again, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. And then if you're uh, able to pray about becoming one of our Gideon Army, we are so grateful for our Gideon Army folks. You are such a blessing to us because you give us our monthly budget. These are folks that are praying for us monthly and then donating to us on a monthly basis. We have Gideon Army at $5.00. We have Gideon Army at several hundred dollars a month. Anything in between is such a blessing to us. Whatever the Lord puts on your heart, if you want to be a part of our monthly support, that's what gives us our operating budget to continue this small ministry that I pray will have kingdom impact um, and lasting impact as we seek to occupy and we pray for a a revival and we pray for um, standing for truth and righteousness in our land. Now, I want to move on from this prophecy alert to another prophecy alert, and that is that the Bible also tells us that there's going to be an increase of persecution. Prophecy, which is about one-third of the Bible, also warns us of coming persecution of Christians as we get closer to the last days. Uh, First of all, in relation to what's going on in Israel and the Islamic alliance against Israel, I want to turn your attention to Galatians chapter 4. In the uh, One World Religion Rising presentation that we have, this brand new one again that, that, that we just highlighted, the One World Religion Rising has a section in there that I go through and I expose, is at least 30 minutes, expose why Islam is not Abrahamic. It is not an Abrahamic faith. It is contrary to the Abrahamic faith that was laid out in the Old Testament covenant, and specifically why Islam will persecute Christians and Jews ultimately in the end, even though right now they're playing this game of multi-faith and ecumenicalism and we all want to get along and have kumbaya and and the multi-faith or the Abrahamic uh, family house that was built in Abu Dhabi. Remember, we covered this, that has a mosque, a synagogue, and a church all on the same location in the United Arab Emirates and Abu Dhabi. Ultimately, Islam will show its true colors. And that's what I highlight in this brand new presentation. We're excited to be bringing it out. It is a must, must see. That's why you want to get our newsletter. We'll get, we'll, we're working on it. Lord willing, we'll have it out uh, towards the end of, middle to end of May. I'm hoping to have it for our Minnesota trip, but I'm not sure if we'll get it done in time. But we will have pre-orders. So this is in um, Galatians chapter 4. In verse 21, speaking of two covenants, speaking of the fact that there are two covenants and that there will be an increased persecution from one covenant to the other covenant. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondwoman or a slave and the other by a free woman. But he who has of the bondwoman was born according to the flesh. That was not God's plan. That was not God's covenant. 
And he of the free woman, being Isaac, right? So he who was born of the bond woman was who? Ishmael. He was born of the free woman through promise, Paul, the Holy Spirit says here, is who? Isaac, which thing, things are symbolic. For these are the two covenants, the one from Mount Sinai, which is in Arabia, given to Hagar, and the one who corresponds to Jerusalem, which is um, through Isaac. Rejoice, O barren, you who do not bear. Break forth and shout, you who are not in labor. For the desolate has many more children than she who has a husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are children of promise. We meaning if we've been grafted into the faith. But as he who was born according to the flesh, Ishmael, the supposed father to Arabs, not Islam, Arabs, then persecuted him, Isaac, who was born according to the Spirit. Even so it is now. So this persecution, going back to Genesis 16, the enmity between Isaac and Ishmael, or between Ishmael and Isaac, that enmity, that strife, and God calls Ishmael a wild donkey of a man in Genesis 16, that has been ongoing in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul by the Holy Spirit saying, it's still now, and for us today, 2,000 years later, it still is now. And we're seeing the Islamic world that is born out of this deception, this lie, and this enmity, this false antichrist spirit that is Islam. These Arabs, these Muslims, remember not all Muslims are Arabs. In fact, most Muslims are not Arabs. But they're joining forces with a common hatred to persecute the true Jews and Christians. And Revelation uh, chapter 20 tells us that who is going to be persecuting Christians in the tribulation? It is going to be, yes, the globalists. It is going to be the one world government, the one world economy, and the one world religion, the false prophet that comes out of the one world religion. But ultimately, they're going to have an army. And I believe Islam is at the center of that army. Look at this, and I saw thrones. This is in Revelation 20, verse 4. And they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years for the millennial reign that is to come. So what is, is describing? Those who in the tribulation do not take the mark of the beast, they will not worship the, the first beast, led by the second beast who will lead worship to the first beast, who ultimately we know is going to be the Antichrist, the first beast. There's an army that is being used by this one world government, one world economy, one world religion, that is going to then behead those. And my question to you is, who beheads? Who is the number one beheader in human history in the last 1,500 years? You got it. It is Islam. It is Islam. It is Muslims governed under Sharia by this demonic ideology that I came out of 24 years ago. Praise God. Hallelujah. And Islam is going to work with the globalists and Islam is going to be the one that's going to be used as the soldiers around the world to persecute 
Christians and Jews, those who are alive in the tribulation, and behead them. And of course, don't forget, God will have ultimate victory over this. So we should not be surprised that we are going to see an increase of persecution. Look at this headline in just one minute. Uh, do we have that? Yeah, that's the one, Drya. It's not just Nashville. Go ahead and bring this up. It's not just Nashville. Attacks against churches nearly tripled in 2023, uh, recent report finds. Now, are you hearing about this anywhere in the media? Are you hearing about this anywhere uh, with our government? No, we're not hearing about the attacks against churches. No one's talking about the attacks against churches. No one labeled the Nashville shooting as an anti-Christian hate crime by these trans terrorists that are being armed, and I'll cover that in a minute. We are seeing a rise of this trans ideology and this trans terrorism. We are seeing the fact that we covered before that this trans terrorism is being inspired by an anti-Christ spirit. The trans spirit ultimately is an anti-Christ spirit. Such a hatred that is being embodied by these individuals who are already so confused and so distraught and so broken by this gender dysphoria and gender confusion that is satanic. But now they're being armed, they're being trained, they're being incited, programmed. And so the article goes on to say, last week's mass murder of six people at a, at a Christian, this is a little bit older, this was uh, uh, April 5th, so a few days ago, constitutes 2023's deadliest act of violence against churches, which have now increased three times this year compared to last year, in your report from Family Research Council finds. The number of anti-church attacks in 2022 had already tripled over four years before that. In all, assailants attacked churches 69 times in the first three months of 2023 compared to 24 such acts during the same period last year, a 288% increase. The rising tempo of anti-Christian assaults, which includes arsons, bomb threats, vandalism, and sacrilege, has affected places of worship in 29 states. The motives behind such desecration run the gamut from pro-abortion activists or controversies over transgender ideology to apparently senseless acts of destruction. American churches are increasingly bearing the brunt of anger and aggression, whether that's from political or other motivations, the report's author uh, states. Those contributes to the environment of hostility towards Christianity. The acts of anti-church aggression document between January and March, 53 incidents of vandalism, 10 suspicious fires, three gun-related incidents, three bomb threats, including a pipe bomb recovered outside uh, Philadelphia's Dominic Catholic Church. If this rate continues, 2023 will have the highest number of incidents of the six years since the FRC has tracked the attacks on churches. Nobody is talking about the growing anti-Christian hate in this nation including also anti-Semitism that is rising. And yet, the LGBTQ play the victims. The trans, after Nashville, they're the victims. The Muslims, they're the victims. But the true victims, the true target 
Bible-believing, Bible-professing, blood-bought saints of Christ who are standing their ground in this hour, who will not budge, they're the true victims. And then this shocking report by Jim Jordan. Let's go with that article, Drive from the Gateway Pundit. FBI is infiltrating Catholic parishes. Agents engaging in outreach with, the, with Catholic clergy to inform on Americans practicing their Christian faith. The FBI agents are engaging in outreach to Catholic leaders to spy on Americans practicing their Christian faith. This is an earth-shattering development in the U.S. Intelligence Committee. We already knew the FBI DOJ was targeting traditional Catholics. Now we have evidence they're infiltrating Catholic parishes. Chris Ray's FBI sent out a memo warning agents of the dangerous, quote, radical, look at this, radical, traditionalist Catholic ideology that was gaining popularity in the country. Uh, now they're infiltrating. Now they're putting agents. Now they're putting informants. They're going to put informants. So for us at Patriot Church or other places around the country, folks, you need to vet because they're going to put informants. They're going to have people come in, pretend to be Christians, and they're going to be informants for the FBI to, to, to spy. This is Gestapo. Do we still have that image? I don't even know if we have that image. Probably not. I put an image up a few, a few months ago about the FBI and DOJ are now, and the IRS are now like Gestapo. This is the Stasi. This is the Gestapo, folks. This is our federal government. That's why I said on my show last week, we must head towards a national divorce. We have no choice but to pray that there will become a national divorce because if we do not separate and, 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 and seek the formation of states and regions for freedom and liberty and to live our faith like the forefathers did when they escaped Europe and they came to America, this land for Christian freedom, then it will either lead to our slavery under this system or it would lead to some sort of civil war, some sort of conflict. Because you can only get killed so many times. You can only stand by and watch them target our churches and our schools and our children so many times before we have to defend ourselves. And that's what they want. That's why they're ramping up this trans ideology. We saw the bank shooting. Let's go to the headline from Infowars, Drya. We saw the bank shooter. That, uh, no, not that one. Uh, do you have the one from uh, bank shooter identified employee who used? Yeah, that's the one. So the, 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 the horrific shooting in Kentucky uh, yesterday, 20, uh, I don't even want to say this, this, this uh, individual's name, killed four people, wounded eight. At the, this was a former employee at Old National Bank. Go ahead and bring up this article, please. Left five people dead, including the shooter. But did you know he was a radical leftist at 25 years old, indoctrinated probably within the schools and from our media, identified on his uh, page, on his social media page as he, him, 
meaning that, uh, you know, being trans-affirming, his uh, LinkedIn profile, he was a leftist, he was a communist. This is what they're, th th this is the, again, one more time that image, right? This is the trans-terrorism, folks, that we were talking about. Whether they're trans themselves, like the other one in Colorado that was thwarted, another bombing from that were, uh, the individual who was a avowed communist, uh, uh, again, trans individual that they, they actually caught before. The, the family turned he, him, whatever, she, whoever it was in and, and, and was planning on multiple bombings. Whether you have already what's happened within the shootings that have already happened. And then look at this article from Greenwald on Nashville. Nashville shooting has been erased from memory due to this inconvenient narrative. Why? Because again, they have to uh, uh, not say anything about anti-Christian hate crimes. It's all about protecting the trans ideology, the trans movement. Um, Remember, we're still waiting for the manifesto. The National Police will not release the manifesto. The FBI claims we don't know what the motivation was of the national shooter, even though we know the motivation was clearly targeting the specific school and the specific church because of her trans ideology, hating Christians, looking for the pastor, couldn't find the pastor, so I'm going to shoot the pastor's kid kill the pastor's daughter. Kamala Harris shows up to Nashville to protect the scumbag legislators that were kicked out of the legislature for inciting a riot, which then the Nashville City Council voted them back in. I don't know how that process works in Tennessee. That's garbage. What a garbage process that the legislature can expel members and yet the Nashville, liberal Nashville City Council which those legislators uh, serve there, votes them back in. Kamala Harris shows up and doesn't talk about any of the victims of the national shooting. But it's more about making sure that we protect the trans ideology. Biden talking about how America, that, that transsexualism and transgenderism is the soul of America. Yeah, exactly, Biden. Exactly, folks, because the soul of America is sick and corrupted and oozing with pus at the debauchery and the, de and the depravity of this nation that we need to be repenting for and seeking revival for. Here's another one. Portland police hold back details of a brutal murder. Let's bring that up, please, Drea. Because why? It's a trans person. This just happened. This just happened over Resurrection Weekend where um, a, a taxi cab driver, I believe it was taxi cab, yeah, Radio City Cab, confirmed the victim was a longtime employee stabbed to death by this uh, trans individual, Andy, uh, NGO New, said this is transgender privilege. The suspect, Moses Lopez, is a transgender. You saw the image there again. 
and they are absolutely not talking about the identity of this individual. Folks, the Bible has warned us that there will be perilous times in the last days, that evil will grow more and more, immorality will be rampant, and today in this nation we are upholding Islam and upholding the LGBTQ ideology and the trans ideology, all of which, by the way, are antichrist spirits. Islam is an antichrist spirit. The LGBTQ plus IA, whatever, is an antichrist spirit. The trans ideology is an antichrist spirit because all of them are against the Holy Spirit and all of them are against Christ. And at the same time, we have unbelievable Bible prophecy being fulfilled. All of these Islamic nations now making peace and joining hands set apart, or set against, I should say, their common enemy, Israel, the Jewish people. Folks, we are so in the last days. And so I say to you, we got to occupy, we got to pray, we got to stand, we got to be bold witnesses. We need awakening, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Remember, the, the, the scriptures have prophesied <clears throat> that there will be an end time outpouring of God's Spirit. But that outpouring must come from us preaching the Word of God. It must come from us being bold about our faith. <clears throat> it must come from us willing to stand and be persecuted and stand and be hated and stand and be reviled because we shall not compromise this book, this Word. The Bible is the only answer Jesus Christ is the only answer. The gospel is the only answer to this sick, broken, depraved, dying world. And so, will you stand your ground? Will you pray and worship and align with other Christians, prepare for these days that are ahead? And let us not in any way, shape, or form, compromise the name that is above every other name. As we celebrated the Resurrection Sunday, as we celebrated the Resurrection, which is the central event of our Christian faith, it is everything. We have a risen King who's seated at the right hand of the Father who's returning soon. He's coming back soon, folks, to rule and reign. And you saw in Revelation 20, those who have been beheaded and martyred will be ruling and reigning with him during the thousand-year reign. He is coming back to reign for a thousand years. This ministry is premillennial. We believe that we have not yet entered the thousand-year reign or the millennial reign of Christ. I do not believe we're post... In the, it, well, I don't believe we're in the millennial reign. We are preparing for the millennial reign but first we must go through the tribulation. And, and, and the world is going to go through unspeakable uh, judgment and wrath. The second half of the tribulation will be unspeakable. But it is because God is cleansing the world in preparation for His return. We are very close, folks. How close? I don't know. But... Just everything in, in, in our spirit should testify to these days. And unfortunately, so many churches don't talk about these things, but we will. So I ask you again, will you pray for our ministry? 
I ask you again, would you prayerfully consider supporting this ministry with a one-time donation to keep us going, to keep us proclaiming the truth in love? Tillministry.com slash donate. Or if you want to mail a check-in to uh, our P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee 37802. Or if you want to commit to joining us on a monthly basis. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Um, we look forward to seeing you in Wisconsin. We look forward to seeing you in Minnesota. We look forward to seeing you in Idaho and Montana. Lord willing, sometime this summer, I'm hoping to be back in Bakersfield, California. We look forward to seeing you, but we'll see you here Thursday night, this coming Thursday, live, Lord willing, at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Please share this link. We upload this to Rumble right away. Share it. Please help us to get this word out to all who will listen. I know that audience is getting smaller. This is Pastor Sharam meeting. Thank you for being with us. Be strong in your faith. Contend for Christ. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Don't fear not. For the Lord is coming soon. But we occupy till he comes. And we continue to lift his name up. Thank you for being with us. God bless you. We'll see you Thursday night.